All right, so let me explain what we're going to do this morning. Um, This morning, I kind of want to take a a step back from me being in this position, teaching and allow the church to be the church today. Um, I have found throughout my tenure as a pastor uh, that the most significant times and the most impactful times I've seen God move is when I'm able to remove myself from the position and allow God to work. Um, I want God to work. And I've always told my, when I was working in youth, uh, one of my primary goals was to get my students into prayer. Because when you hear God's voice speaking directly to you, it's way more impactful than if you hear his voice through mine. Um, if, and I try to speak the words that God has led me to speak and preach uh, as I read the word and translate it and, and, and um, give you my interpretations of it, but I'm a flawed human being, and, and sometimes I make mistakes. In fact, a lot of times I make mistakes. But when you hear the voice from God himself, there is no mistake, okay? Uh, I believe in the inerrancy of Scripture and that this, this word of God uh, is profound and um, has the ability to cut to the the deepest parts of our hearts and change your life forever, right? And when you read the Word and the Word gets inside of you, everything changes. As a church, we all have that ability to connect with God one-on-one. That's what makes Christianity different from most other all other religions is that we can talk directly to God. Jesus made a way for us to speak to him directly. It doesn't have to come through another person, a pope, a prophet, or a religious leader. We have an avenue that leads us directly to him. Um, And in doing so, we want to access that avenue through prayer. Uh, The quote that I've been hanging on all week was a quote from A.W. Tozer. He said, pray until you start praying. And I don't know uh, how many of you guys have spent extended times in prayer, but oftentimes for me, it takes a few moments to get into a position where I feel like I'm actually communicating with God because I have to eliminate some things in my life that are holding me back from speaking to him and with him. So this, this, uh, this service this morning is coming to us as a part of the Love and the Lost series. And last week, we talked about love around tables, and I truly believe that in order for us to reach the lost, we have to love them first. That's why we started with love. In order for us to do anything that is Christ-like, we have to understand the love of Christ first. So now that we've developed a foundation of love for Christ, I want us to start praying for the lost. Just a, a couple of verses to encourage us in this. Acts chapter 1, 8 first. He says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So the structure of the tables around the room are, are structured to represent those areas in our life, kind of being concentric circles. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but if you look at Jerusalem, it's sort of the hub of Israel Judea and Samaria being the outer regions of that, and then to the ends of the earth being 
the next largest circle that encompasses the entire world. God gives us the power through the Holy Spirit to reach those that are near and far from us. So our tables, there are certain prayer initiatives to help you reach from near to far. Secondly, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. This is uh, the Great Commission and one of my all-time favorite verses that says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Jesus is the, is the authority. It's been given to Jesus. Because Jesus has all the authority in the world and we've been given the Holy Spirit, it says, With that power, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. I want us to begin thinking about where God wants us to go. As we're going, we're making disciples. And as we're making disciples, we're teaching them all the things that Jesus has taught us. Okay, um, And I realize that some of us may be uh, newer to prayer or haven't been given a structure of prayer. There's lots of different ways that you can pray. Okay, I wanted to give you one that I commonly go to um, when I'm looking for direction or guidance on how to pray, and it's a simple acronym called CHAT. Okay? Um, I typically teach to listen and chat. Listen first for the voice of God, then enter into a time of confession Confession, not necessarily of all the sins that you've committed. It could, it could look a little bit differently in that you're confessing that you haven't acknowledged Christ to be who Christ is, the Savior of the world. Uh, confession in the sense of, I've thought too much of myself and, and not enough of you. God, it's a confession of the heart to say, I want to get my heart into the right spot before you on the throne that you come before the throne of God confessing your heart of repentance before him. And when we do that, sometimes that's that, that lull that I was talking about where you pray until you start praying. Sometimes we don't start praying until we get past that part of confessing. Okay? So we'll, just, we'll spend a moment um, quietly in our hearts before we go into our, our time around the tables. And then we'll honor God. Honor God, uh, to ascribe to him all the glory that he deserves. Tell him he is the Lord of lords and the King of kings, the maker of all the earth, the creator of the universe, the one who spoke existence, life into people, the one who is responsible for all things, who is sovereign over all things, who is good over all things, who has a plan and purpose for our lives. Give him the honor that he is due. And then the majority of the time what we'll do is we'll spend time asking. And the ask typically has been the one that we go to first in prayer, um, and it is an important ask, as Dave reminded me this morning. When we ask, believe that it'll be given to you. Believe that it has happened in the name of Jesus. Ask with authority. When we are praying, ask with authority that God would do these things and believe that it will happen, and it will happen. Okay? God, God ha- and, and of course, this is when your heart is tied up with God's heart. When you are praying God's heart, and your heart is aligned with Christ, and you make an ask, it will happen. Okay? Align your heart with God's and make a tremendous ask and then ultimately always come back to thankfulness. Okay? Thank, thank Jesus for all the things that he has given to us. I believe that this morning in prayer around these tables with each other, we are going to act more like the church 
than we typically do on a Sunday when we're listening. We are still acting as the church when we're, we're gaining wisdom and knowledge and learning and, and studying the scriptures. But when we have an opportunity to pray with one another, we're putting into action all the things that we've learned. So I'm excited to put into action all the things that we've learned through um, praying with one another. Okay. So what we're going to do is I'm going to have Daniel put on some music and as the music is playing, I'm going to allow you guys some time to pray with each other for the things on your table. There's six tables that have initiatives on it. First one up here, personal prayers. If you have something that you need prayer for, if you, if you are struggling with uh, a family member that is sick or if you are struggling with a personal illness or um, m- a mental disorder or if you have sin that you want to confess and get off your shoulders and, and be free from that if you have um, any of those types of ailments, spiritually, physically, emotionally, you can come up here. We have a few people that would love to pray with you, okay? I'll, I'll come pray with you if I see you over here and you need it, right? Let me know. This table right here is a, a prayer for the unreached people groups of the world. Um, I just went on the Joshua Project and pulled up the, the 100 most unreached people groups of the world, Okay. Unreached meaning they will live, they will be born, they will live their entire lives, and they will die without ever hearing the message of Jesus. There's, there's a couple thousand people groups left that are unreached, completely unreached. We can pray for them. Over here, this is a little bit more um, personally connected to the lost. If you have a neighbor, a family member, a co-worker, um, someone that you would love to see come to know Jesus, that you're personally connected to, spend some time in prayer with one another for them, okay? If it's a, a grandpa that um, you would love to see come to know Jesus or a coworker or a friend that lives next to you, pray for them. Back here, we have one for our ministry partners in the community, the uh, Pregnancy Help Center, the Love, Inc., uh, Manteca Unified School Districts. Um, there's others uh, that if, if you want to spend time, Brethren Brewing Company, um, right, if uh, Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory, um, whoever, if you guys have businesses, if you have ministry partners that are doing work in Manteca that I don't know about, pray for them. Awesome. Okay. In the back, pray for our nation. Okay. In the back middle, praying for our country. I do want to emphasize in this one, don't turn this into a pray, praying for your political, your personal political stances. I'm not, we don't want to cause division. We want to cause unity. And the unity happens when we start praying for our leaders we start praying for unity. We start praying for the revivals that are breaking out around the country right now. Praying for provision, right? Keep the, the, the prayers focused on the nation, the United States of America, okay, where we live. Lastly, back here, praying for other churches in Manteca, okay? We have a lot of brothers and sisters in this town that are doing the good work of the Lord. We want to pray for them as well. We are the local community church of Northgate Community Church, but we also have brothers and sisters that join together in worship on Sunday mornings that we want to pray for and support what they're doing uh, through prayer. Okay, so let me go ahead and just um, lead us in a starting time of prayer, and then when Daniel kicks the music on, uh, it'll be quiet enough where you guys can pray with each other. Um, Let's spend some time in prayer today with one another. Father God, in this room, in this morning, 
in this hour, sweet hour of prayer, we ask that your spirit would be present in our hearts, in our minds. As we come to you this morning, God, we are making significant asks that your transformative power would work in the lives of those that we lift up. Beginning individually in each one of our hearts, God, we take a a time to confess our inadequacies, our humanity. May our hearts approach your throne in purity as we're cleansed by the blood of Jesus. As we act in response to your great commission to go, first to our Jerusalem, our Judea, our Samaria, and to the ends of the world, God, we pray that you would empower empower us with your spirit. Pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, Daniel's going to put on some music. Um, go ahead and introduce yourselves if you haven't to those around the table, and then pray for with one another.